Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma Nail, and remember, no droids allowed. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Cantina here on the Genreverse YouTube channel. Uh, hit the subscribe button if it's something you haven't done already. Thank you to all 3,000 of you, uh, 3,003 as of right this moment, actually, uh, that have subscribed. We really do uh, uh, appreciate it. I'm Kyle. That's Cam. Uh, Shockey being a, a uh, uh, good teacher and helping his school out. Um, uh doing some extra teaching stuff, extra uh, uh, school stuff. So Shaggy hasn't been with us for uh, these these reviews, but uh, we're, we're here to talk about the Mandalorian uh, Season 3, Episode 4 uh, review. Going to, uh, what is it called? The, the Foundling. The Foundling. Yes, The Foundling, uh, which is, like many of the, the titles in this series, uh, multi-layered, because we're following two foundling stories in this in this episode uh we're also going to talk a bit about news uh some star wars movie news uh at the after the the review so stand by for for that or you know check out the chapter uh uh timestamps down below um if you like uh other things besides star wars marvel dc uh, uh hoity-toity movies whatever we've got a discord channel come join uh link in the in the box down below uh and uh yeah chat all that stuff with us and check out all of our shows that that cover all that stuff like marvel multiverse mayhem daily cog breaking uh breaking geek radio and of course our anime content with avr and a avr squared uh so yeah you guys can actually also check out a written review of this week's episode at lrmonline.com cam wrote that up uh, I think I started talking off last week, Cam. So let's mm-hmm. let's start with you this week. Your spoiler for free review mm-hmm. of uh, Mando season three, episode four. Yeah, so after um, episode three, which I think is a very <laughs> good episode, uh, we have both rated quite highly. Um, I think it's not quite as good this week. Um, I'm still having fun. It was still enjoyable. Are, There's I'm some telling good you now, people. People are going to tell us how wrong wrong we are. They're going to say that this is this is the best episode so far, Cam. I, yeah, I can already. I, I have already say seen it. some people say that. <laughs> I've already seen so, and when we get to the spoilers, we'll yeah. we'll probably talk about why that is because it's nostalgia berries. Um, mm. But um, but overall, it was just all right. It was just decent. I had a couple of small quibbles um, here and there. Nothing major. I'm medium sized. Um, okay, <laughs> I, I could see. I mean, I had an, a couple of issues with some CGI this this week. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and since I don't normally, and you do. I, I kind of figured you might have that, but we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, see yeah, what yeah. we get to. But but yeah, that's kind of where I am. I'm still enjoying it. Was a good enough episode. It wasn't horrible or anything. Um, but it was, you know, like some bits of it could have been better i don't really i actually think direction wise mm. everything was fine in terms of what carl weathers did it yeah. was more a little bit of design a little bit of visual effects stuff that that kind of annoyed me a little bit and then on the story front i kind of feel like we haven't really spent much time we did this mm-hmm. season and that really kind of carries forward this episode and we're now halfway through this yeah. season and you kind of it'll be fine as long as we focus on that going forward mm. but i'm kind of worried that he's just so far he's kind a bit of a background do, character 
uh, two stories in a row, two two episodes in a row. Like uh, a lot of people had issue with uh, last week's episode being light on Mandalorian as well. Uh, you and I agreed that you know if they had divvied that story up as you know shots in the first you know three episodes and 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 combined it that way instead might have might have. Maybe, but now that we've seen this week and that that story doesn't really carry on, that mm. the, the, maybe it would have felt weird for it to be building, building, and well, then just stop at that point. Well, no, so if, they, if they had gone, like, especially with this this episode being only 30-some-odd minutes, if they had taken what we saw last week and put it between the first two episodes with this being episode three, but using almost all the same shots, I mean, you're just going to lengthen the these these uh, other episodes by adding it to it. But you would have had the big buildup uh, to his arrest and stuff going on in this episode as well as. Uh, and you would have to look at cutting some other things because this also has two things that you're watching stuff with Grogu, stuff with uh, the other uh, Mando team and the and the other foundling. Um <laughs> But I, I do see where people are like, yeah, it's it's light on Mando, and it's to do that two episodes in a row was like what they they did in Book I mean, of Boba it's Fett. It's not like it's not like overly concerned at this point because yeah, it's, no. it's, it's I mean he's there, and it's just that we're really spending time with some of the more secondary characters yeah. here to build them up a lot, but which is it's fine. It's just yeah. that at some point we're going to have to go, go back to the like <laughs> focusing on him a little bit yeah. really just what i'm getting getting at is there hasn't been much conflict for him this season no, not, nothing not for him to really react to he's just kind of following the and it's everybody else round about him that's doing some kind of developing this year if that makes my, sense my biggest issues with this are a little bit and i'm i'm not sure if it's on the on the writing side or the uh editing slash script the director side but there's something dealing with kind of continuity if you will with the uh the foundling rescue mission and then a whole bunch on on the effects and compositing and i can tell you right now what what you why why uh uh the chase scene looked so bad is because it wasn't composited using traditional chroma keying they they rendered that whole chase scene uh uh in in uh unreal 5 most likely and uh slapped it up on the on the uh uh volume and they filmed that with him sitting on that that speeder in the volume that's why it doesn't look good that's why it's so jarring and the, and and coruscant looks so flat and that the lighting isn't quite right because it's coming from from a screen here mm -hmm. and it feels all so so flat so so two two-dimensional but if you watch like uh Bo-Katan's ship coming in, right? It comes in for a landing and it looks great because that's all just CGI at that point. There's there's no compositing and, and they're they're not laying something uh live action over it like they, they did in the chase. So uh because of those issues, yeah. this this ended up getting a B minus from me. Some technical stuff and a little bit of a, a I swear story I am stuff. as well. Interestingly, that's exactly the grade I gave it in the written review. So yeah, it, nice. it wasn't bad. It's just there's there's a few things just taking it down. Yeah, uh, I think most everything in here, including the chase, is fine. It just looks like hmm. a dookie. 
yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah. the 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 story elements that go on during the yeah, flashback like, are fun. It just looks bad when you've written the storyboard. For yeah, this, yeah, yeah. You know, it works in the storyboard. It just maybe the final product wasn't quite as uh, as good. It almost feels like maybe because <laughs> it was Coruscant that we were in at, at some points that that it was that we, well. We we're saw not filming good Coruscant. I know, I know, but that was in that kind of. People walking about close range shots. Once yeah. they've went to the action shots, I yeah. think they've relied on what works for us rather than what's going and, to really uh, look good. And we're in spoilers now. We'll discuss the the flashback scene first. All uh, right, yeah, we'll go um, on spoilers. We're 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 looking at. It, it feels so jarring because the the previous episode, while there were moments where you're like volume, but you know what I'm saying. It looked mm. better. It looked much much. better much better it did. yeah it did. just undeniably this, yeah this here like and, but there were moments that were rough la- last episode mm. as, as well but not as jarring here like i said so generally in the past when you when you do a special effects shot you have either stuff you went and pre-filmed say the uh uh forest footage on indoor for return of the jedi which you then film Luke and Leia Hamill and, and Fisher on their bikes using green or, or blue screens combinations depending on on technology mm-hmm. lighting and and uh, whatnot and then you you chroma key that that uh, screen out and you composite the two together uh, as time goes on you start doing something similar with CGI uh, and you would have to pre-program your your uh, camera angles and line things up differently. This, however, was was completely different than that. Instead of filming uh, uh, on a on a blue or green screen, they they rendered that chase, and they probably used some combination of of traditional camera men and camera work, and probably some robotic uh, camera work where they pre-programmed some certain mo- camera movements. Uh, stuck him on uh, uh, Ahmed Best. It was great to see him get a, a, a Jedi Master heroic moment, given his his history here in the in the franchise. Uh, that was that was nice. Um, but they st- stuck him and the and the Grogu puppet on that uh, speeder bike, and it's held up by you know blue green screened pillars, and they they did that in front of the uh, in front of the uh, uh, the volume. That's why it looks so bad because he's completely stationary and it's the volume yeah. images around him. Think of it as a as as a uh, uh, a simulator ride. You've been on yeah. simulator rides, yeah. right? That's what that was. He was in a giant open simulator ride and it looked like shit. It was as as awful looking as the the uh, Book of Boba Fett. Uh, uh, land speeder slash uh, Vespa's oh, uh, chase. I don't think I it could go as far awful. as that. It didn't look as bad as that to me. Okay, because it you looked, did, it's still, you still had the sense of speed. This and, looked faster. I'll things, give you that. You this know. this looked faster. And, and it's it, the kind it of thing looked, where if you blurred it out, you know, if you if you were really bad eyesight, you would notice it and you'd think maybe, it looked really good. But maybe, whereas the book of Boba Fett, you would still be looking at it going, why are they going super, so slow? Super slow, <laughs> yeah. And that's because they filmed a little bit more uh, stuff in that one. Um, they filmed a little bit more of it traditionally, but they were on these really cramped sets and and mm. and it looked bad. But this looked equally as bad, if not for for different reasons um, and some similar similar reasons. Uh, Excuse me. Um, there's just no movement in this in the speeder bike. It it was so 
that. And then you then you look at uh, additional CGI scenes, like I said, involving uh, Bo-Katan's ship, or even the Mandalorians flying around on on their jetpacks, where mm-hmm. they go from uh, uh, being uh, live actors to being computer rendered. And that's fine with me because it looked good when it was all computer. It looked looked mostly unnoticeable uh, indifference to to live action, especially the long off shots and stuff like that. They should have done that the way you're you you do those types of shots before. Which would that, have probably meant less shots with best and more with stuntman probably playing it. You know, distance not necess- shots, things like not that. Necessarily. Because I think they went with that so they could have always. No, no, face, not not but- necessarily. You you still you you're still going to end up using uh, a med best on a on a stage surrounded with blue or green screens. But what what the the thing here, and I know it might be hard for for some to understand, and I I might not even be explaining it the the most simplistic way, but by running the video, especially with all of the city lights, and if you notice, man, the background looks like it's got like that that gray haze that you're if you don't have an OLED TV, Mm. you're you're backlighting from your TV. You know how blacks don't look pure black unless you've got an an OLED, right? <clears throat> and don't give me mini LED and stuff like that, you tech geeks. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it simple. Hi, Kitty Kitty. Um, but that that gray wash that you get behind your TV in 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 dark portions, black portions of of your of your image, comes from the fact that it's that it's backlit, right? It's backlit with with LED lights. Whether there's a, a thousand, a million of them, or or just a few, uh, the the volume had the is essentially kind of sort of the same thing. There's going to be a, a backlight until we get. OLED screens that big. And so there's this washed out look to it. And man, you can just, it looks so flat. I don't know if it's because there's too much movement because it is so fast. Is that why it looked so flat? There's, there's not enough for your, your eyes to grab onto, to give it a lot more, more depth. But then when he's on the ground and rolling around, you can really see where, where the line of the screen is, man. <laughs> like you can actually tell where the physical stuff is, is, is literally ending in a, in a way that, that man, it may have happened a few times in, in past episodes. I'm sure, sure it has, but this time it was just so, so obvious. Uh, it was jarring. Um, and I hated it for that because it was such a actually relatively good, fun, exciting moment. Here's here's this really, you know, uh, dramatic situation. Grogu uh, is having a, a flashback, something that I can actually re- relate to. Uh, a traumatic, you know, traumatic flashback. Uh, PTSD. And uh, uh, you're getting this really fun, you know, escape from the from the Jedi Temple. There's Ahmed Best uh, gets gets a, a redemption of sorts by playing a, a great character. Don't give me that. You love Star uh, Jar Jar Binks. You're lying to yourself. Um, but you know uh, that it's an existing character as well. That's the only thing I kind of don't oh, really? like about it. You know, I didn't think you'd know this. But no. Have you ever heard of a show <laughs> called Jedi Academy Challenge or something like that? It was like a kids' TV show where mm. people went on and did some sort of game show. That character, that Jedi Master, was who Ahmed Best played. <sighs> okay. And it was the same name. And everything kind of, kind of canonizes kind of goofy, it. but and that, okay. that yeah, no, that's that's the kind of thing that annoyed me a little bit about yeah. it because 
I would have rather he was just any unnamed person. Why did he have to be that one to connect it with the kids' TV show, which yeah. doesn't fit in terms of the timelines or anything like that yeah. at all? So it's a bit weird, but no that is, problem. That is I'm best being back. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was great. It wasn't that, and, and it and looked I, fine as a character. It was just that yeah. knowledge, and yeah, if yeah. you if you don't know that, you won't care. But when you know that, you're kind of like, huh? It's you know, kind it of kind of wonky. Yeah. But I like I like the. I like the chase. I like the dual wielding lightsabers is always badass. Uh, yeah. I love it when people dual wield anything, burgers, you know, whatever, whatever. Well, I had one other uh, couple. One other what's couple. That? The what's bike. That? So the bike seems to have almost. A, it's like a sidecar that yes. wouldn't fit anyone but a go. <laughs> almost. That kind oh, of the the too. the coincidences of things. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there, there's some other things that are coincidental. Maybe that's the wrong word for what else I'm going to complain about. Anyways, um, I like I, I enjoyed the flashback scene. I I don't really have any any issues with it on a story thing on an on a plan and and execution other than the way they filmed it and composited this this image. That alone makes me worried for what they were probably wanting to do with rogue squadron because i even i was like man it, it would be really cool you put a big giant x-wing in a in a big giant volume you've got authentic lighting you put the stuff around it now i'm i'm thinking that the the tech's not not there yet maybe maybe, maybe but slightly maybe different when, because it would be almost like you'd only be seeing backgrounds through a cockpit so it maybe, might not be quite maybe. As, it depends because they might and when you get cut some to of those external it ones more you would hope well, it would all be C you would, CGI. You would yeah. hope it would be all yeah. CGI at that point. Point, but but maybe they would be like, oh, we want to see more head movement, and and I don't know. Like I said, it's not like I'm against against it. I I know that. Just, you know, I wouldn't be against them going back to using models at times because I know other than the background <laughs> stuff and the way they had to like fuzz out the edges and all yeah. that, all the old techniques they used in the OT, the models look as good. good as any cgi yeah, yeah. that they do now you know you can't yeah. use them for everything hey, look a lot of a lot of the shorts, physical uh models and effects they used in in the sequel trilogy you'll the we we cam and i can say a lot of awful things about the sequel trilogy we will yeah, not deny good. how amazing they can look <laughs> all three look of them good. have have moments yeah. that just especially the second ooh. one the second one yeah, looks yeah, yeah. fantastic it just absolutely is quite a pretty film so it is so uh let's talk about the foundling hunt mm -hmm. uh um so kid gets kidnapped by uh what they're calling a, a raptor um mm. and uh somehow and here's 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 my big issue with with this part uh, and this is this is story writing or uh, editing slash script director uh, script supervisor type type stuff going on here. There's continuity issues, right? Kid gets kidnapped by by this raptor, and it takes uh, all the Mandos chase him for the rest of that day. Uh, by the end of the by the end of the day, uh, Bo Katan comes back says, "Hey, uh, I can take us there in a in a ship." And uh, we'll we'll get at them. So they plan a mission, and they they go on this mission. They have to spend one night out because they're going to go the rest of the way on foot. They climb up this this damn mountainside. They get there. Kid's not there. Bird, big bird's not there. 
baby bir birds are, baby raptors are. The the mom or dad, whatever, comes back. Mom, I'm guessing since there was eggs there. Uh, the, the mom raptor comes back and hacks up the kid. So you're telling me that this, this kid spent two days, an overnight and overnight, in the bird's gullet. That, because it's Star Wars, uh, uh, you know, Boba Fett in the Sarlacc pit. Uh, there, I, I get it. Things can survive inside. But here was my biggest issue. Yeah. When, when the bird hacked him up, he was dry dry as a bone there was no slobber no nothing there there it was dry and someone will come I'm, out with in some technical manual and explain that at some point you know when they when they go like 10 years later what do we need to fix from 10 years ago all right so at this some creature point, has a dry pouch that it stores it, food in and it I guess, oxygenates it so I guess, that, so that I it guess, keeps it alive but it, it's it, stupid but why it, would any animal my, do such it, a thing why would evolution they, do that dude, but, like, like, uh, in movies, it's nothing to put slime on someone to simulate having been in in something. I mean, slime. Our yeah. our grade school Easy kids enough. whip up slime for for arts and crafts time. All he needed to do was just be a little a little bit wet, yeah, and it would have been better. But no, man, man, he hacked up a dry ass kid after after an overnight. And that's why I'm saying it's like someone. I don't know. I don't know if they're like, hey, look, the raptor's gonna eat, uh, eat the, uh, grab the kid, at, eat him off screen, maybe even on on screen, take it to its babies and 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 hack him up, and then no one said, oh, by the way, <laughs> uh, the writing team says it's gonna be a, an overnight trip to to get there. You know, I'm I'm thinking whoever did the the shot rendering, uh, whoever did the visual effects and all that basically took it as like this thing grabs the kid and immediately took it back. But they wanted to to expand the trek there, so they get the nighttime stuff with with Bo and the and the mask. Maybe. Uh, and and so I don't. I think there's a continuity issue here. Not ne not not necessarily in movie, but like on the outside. Like someone somewhere messed thing, things up. That or they really just didn't get give a damn, and they were like, "Nah, the bir bird's got a dry pouch, yeah. and that's where it keeps it." I think they could have easily fixed that by just changing it and having that the bird uh, that he was there <laughs> all the time, um, but he's unconscious or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he's storing the food. Feeding on him yet because the yeah, big yeah, bird's yeah. not encouraged them. Yeah, and then yeah. just as they're going to rescue him, Big Bird turns up. You know, exactly, exactly, exactly. I would have bought. I would have bought that. That is. I didn't well. love the design of the creatures. Nah, I wasn't feeling it. Very car it very cartoony. It was a bit cartoony for me. I don't know. I just, just, I don't know. Sometimes that's purely subjective, artistic. You know, I just looked at him and thought, I don't know. It doesn't look like a fearsome creature for me i have another coincidence or, or you know planning oh, the situation oh, the coincidence like the the kid lasting like not just inside but even the fact that he wasn't fed immediately to the to the baby birds the, the fact no, no, that they could it, wait it's even something like else um so what's that i'm starting to question why the children <laughs> of the watch are on this godforsaken predator filled planet yeah. And this especially is not, when they're, and they're this isn't they're the first time hiding, it's taking right? kids before. It's not as if why didn't you somebody's kill it? trying to kill them all. So why are they on this crazy planet with creatures who are actively feeding on them as part of the yeah. food chain and there's very little that they can do about it? That just doesn't seem like a good place to live to me. And and it kind of feels like 
that's twice now this season that they've used that just to give us some action scenes because mm-hmm. I think they've worried that all oh, this children and the watch stuff might be a bit boring if we don't throw some action scenes in there. So let's have this planet's get some weird creatures living in it, and it kind of feels like that a little bit more than when then you take it back to you. But why are they there? You know, they're not. Oh, this is the only planet that we can hide. No one would get us here. Well. You don't have to hide, no one's looking for you specifically. And, you know, why not just go and pick a far, far safer place to live on? Well, you know, and that's the only thing. Yeah, that I mean... Me. If you're losing kids, man. You even know even Christine mm. brought it up where where it's just like, you, you've you got... Um, uh, uh, you're, you're on this planet, you know where this thing... Like, no one thought about... Even if the Mandalorians themselves don't, don't have a, a, a ship... They've got to do trade, and there are ships, of course. They get around from from place to place, but you got to. How do any of them go out and do any jobs if there's no ships? <laughs> Not only that, but you could have hired someone. Like at some point, you should have went and hunted this thing down, and and killed it. If it was if it was taking your your children. I mean, yeah, it's clearly oh. targeting your group as a feeding ground. You know, you have to deal with that as a, yes. it's going to keep there because it's easy prey you need to make so, it so that it doesn't want so to come it's, back it's all very coincidental cartooniness of of just kind of letting things happen or go go by and we just now can do something about it also because feel these like the, two are here bringing the birds out the babies at the end that was, was kind of that was a bit disney's to say we're not going to leave them motherless we're going to bring them in and feed. What are they going to do with these things? What the hell? I asked. Are we, I asked are we Christine, going to ride about them? Like, there's only one. There, there was only one. There was there was only one one question. Are they edible? That's it. That's it. Can they be used as as food? I mean, that that's be that's what they that's what they would have been. Then cut to ten. Two days later, and they're like, these things taste actually quite good. Oh, you know? right. And they would totally get any trouble for that. They would have been Why? We eat, because we, eat, we eat animals. That's that's what we, we do. People. We also eat, you know, like, it's like people, like, oh my God, how can you kill baby animals to eat them? Have you ever mm. tried lamb? Have lamb you? is one of the most delicious meats there, there is. Just <laughs> I to love let you lamb. know, they, they is not grown up sheep. Nope. They is not. <laughs> Um, I, I love I love so the, I the best the best lamb shank I've ever had in my entire life came in uh, uh, County Clare Ireland in the uh, town of Ennis at the uh, re- at, a, at the restaurant in the hotel we we stayed at the absolute best lamb shank I've Probably ever had in my my entire life killed it in the field phenomenal. next door on that afternoon nice it was phenomenal actually we meet you want you don't want it bang on that fresh no, no, we no. meet you usually no. want to take us through a few processes unless it's fish you get it. fish, fish is pretty, different fish pretty, yes pretty fresh I'm not a fan of Anyways. fish but, uh, but yeah one time I went to one of the places where they, they fish a lot in Scotland mm. and uh, I got fish for my dinner in a restaurant and it was like a different experience altogether because <laughs> yeah. it had probably been caught that afternoon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, unless uh, they turn uh, these into, I don't know, winged beasts that then that they use. They're going to be mounts. You like, know, you know like they that. are. And then, okay, Bo, Bo's, Bo's maybe. Gonna ride, Bo's going to ride the Mythosaur. Bo's these things then. are going to hit a growth spurt. <laughs> yeah. And then... And, uh, so, Vizsla so she's in and the Mythosaur, and then there's three people. The others will be on those creatures. It's gonna be, it's gonna be so cartoony, man. It, it I mean, really is. But that that does speak for quite a school cool action scene, depending on what they're going up it, against it could, as well. It could, it could you know, be. So. 
We'll see. We'll they see. they yeah. teased they teased some cool Rancor stuff, and we got. Who was it? So cool. No. No. Uh, any other thoughts on Mando season three, episode four, before we get into the the news portion? No. 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 I'm good. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see how things uh, go. So, in the news front, Cam, why don't you tell us the awful, awful, awful trend in Star Wars that is continuing? <laughs> oh yeah. So the latest news was it was originally a rumor that came from Jeff Snyder, but you know, considering Snyder's been like one step ahead of his trades for all of this stuff. It was kind of like writing was in the wall, and he had said that Damon Lindelof and his writing partner, somebody, Brett Gibson, um, had left the Star Wars project that they were they were developing, um, but that the director, um, again, the name, Shinoi Dobe, um, that's, that's the, the surname, yeah. I can't remember the first name, sorry. Uh, Sh- Charmaine Obe or Obai I'm just going to call it. Charmaine. Charmaine. Right, so Charmaine, uh, her, she's still attached, all right? Um, but th- those two had left as kind of writers. Now, I think when, when this all first came out, there was a lot of people probably felt that Lindelof was a producer or something on this, mm-hmm. given his um, sort of stature compared to everyone else that's involved, and that he was like producing this from his pitch idea. But it actually seems now that it may be that he was just really on script duties in terms of his involvement with the project to begin with. Not long after that, that article actually came out. Um, Deadline, THR, they all started kind of running this, the same thing, saying, yep, um, the, the, the two writers have left the project. Um, Shaman's still attached uh, and they still expect it to be the next Star Wars movie and that it will get announced at Star Wars Celebration and, and probably start filming next year sometime. But what is clear is that the script will, will go through another evolution now before they get they get to the filming stage. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of when I first covered the article and I, I thought of Lindelof being a bigger part of this and I thought this this is really another Lucasfilm disaster. But actually, to be fair, writers do change in these things quite a lot. I mean, almost every, you know, maybe apart from the Mandoverse, which is, is sort of mostly John Favreau and, and Dave Filoni, um, a lot of the other kind of projects that we see, Marvel, Star Wars, they go through several writers' hands before we get to the final product. Mm-hmm. So if they use this basic idea, it, it'll probably be Lindelof and Brick Gibson will both still get a story credit, story by, you know, but but they're not going to go with their script overall for, for this. Um, and so in terms of who's producing it, whose pitch it was, how all that works, I mean, we really just don't know at this point. We don't know anything about this movie other than rumours that said um, it should be set after, post The Rise of Skywalker, if you like, as well. But that's it. It's confirmed Damon Lindelof and his, his writing partner, this, somebody, Rick Gibson. Excuse me for not remembering uh, everybody's name is not famous. That's why I have a computer. Yeah, uh, Justin but I, I do Gibson. This on phone, so Justin. Yeah. Hey, jo- <laughs> Justin and Charmaine, that's what I'm going to call you guys from there now you on. Go. They've moved on, and um, you know, and uh, Charmaine remains. Um, and the film, as far as we know, is still coming out. But I think we can stop calling it Damon Lindelof Star Wars film now, um, yeah. and um, we'll call it Charmaine's 
Star Wars film because that's basically what it is at this point. I do not disagree with that. Yeah, man, it's just uh, that that trend of of just things getting oh, yeah. leaked and or announced because there's even official things announced that end up getting uh, tamped down. Um, it that turn out to not be true, man. It's just it feels like Star Wars, man. It's the 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 absolute state of of Star Wars right now is just. Uh, shocking yeah. uh, seriously it, it it's upsetting I mean, man if you're really not a is. fan of Lindelof then some people are like good because I don't like him but I actually yeah. think he's pretty good and I don't think for he's me, done everything perfect but he's made for me it's it's not even stuff. about a particular person attached or not it's just the fact that they 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 can't they can't get anything moving what concerns me is if if they've left They've got a target date of when this film's to start filming, but they don't have a completed script yet, so they're going to bring in someone else to polish this up now, right? What if they don't have enough time to do that? Do they still push ahead and just make another half-assed movie that wasn't really doing what anybody gets sold in the pitch on in the first place? I don't know. I, <sighs> I'll tell you me? this. That's what worries me. I... I'm so scared uh, that that Iger is going to be so super hand. And this is the th- this is the thing that I don't think people get. Don't forget that a lot of the the issues with Star Wars came during Iger's uh, previous mm-hmm. term. I mean, he's the one that pushed for for Star Wars movies to come out one every year. Yeah, uh, uh, that was Everyone that was Iger for, for delays. That was the, that, that was Iger, trilogy and, he and was so the one that tr- people ahead. looking at him coming in, t- talking about slow down, cut content, this, that, and the other. It's all good news business wise. You guys can hear Manny, Manny, and I talk business on on the Daily Cog here on the on the channel uh, during during the weekdays. Um, but uh, 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 it, it it's good it's good for business, but it makes me afraid of. How much studio interference he's gonna is he gonna have like he did be between episodes eight and nine again because their their interference didn't play out so well. I no. I have a lot of issues with with Star Wars episode eight, but you guys can go back and, and check out countless episodes of the Cantina, uh, Cantina reviews, everything le- leading up to the Rise of Skywalker, uh, LR Mornings, old L- LR Mornings episodes. I said and stand by they should have leaned into. The Last Jedi, instead of trying to spin mm. uh, half the half of Episode Nine, retconning, and then trying yeah. to wrap up a, right. not just a trilogy, but a, a trilogy of of trilogies. And that was, was one of so the key mistakes they made. Wasted. They had to make it so that this was the end of the Skywalker saga. They had to tag themselves onto that. And as we've said before, they could have just started a new story. And instead of that, then having to end the story at Rise of Skywalker, we're now like, well, where does this go? We don't know where yeah. it's going to go. It could have went for another four or five movies, for all we know. And you could have went in a completely new direction. Um, those were possibilities open to you, but because they were so determined to say, no, this is, you know, n- episode nine of this saga. This is the, that was the beginning of the saga. This is the yep. end of it. And they ruined the, the real end because this doesn't make sense. You know, anyway, we could go on about that all day. Yeah. But yeah, that's where we had issues. It was, we said earlier on, it looked good. A uh, lot of money spent in it. Um, but yeah, 
Iger, don't make those same mistakes again. You know, let's just make sure everybody's happy with this script, at least like the people that are going like, yeah, yeah, I like this script. I think we should make this script. The director's going, yeah, I like it. Let's make it. The stars are going, yeah, we're good too. That, that's when you push, push that, the button when, and move ahead, I think, push. because just can't afford to take any yeah. risks at rushing things, I don't think, this time. Because if they make a anymore. crap Star Wars film... Oh, man. Oh, man. All bets are off. It's like, yeah, it becomes they a cancer really at the movies. No. Just like I don't think Marvel can really take another uh, uh, another bad uh, bad movie or show, man. I'm I'm nervous about I'll the tell you another thing: the DCU has to hope it does a hell of a lot better than the DCEU was doing because Shazam was flop city. Yeah, and, um, was, I I asked if people would know, care people enough, and I I don't think they will do. They come back for Superman Legacy because it's new, because it's different. I think it will get an update. They'll be there for Superman the as well. They'll be there for, for the Flash because of Batman. Because of Batman. do all right, yeah. I don't think Aquaman 2 does so hot. No, I really, I really no, don't. No, no, no. I think no. it will do better than Shazam because there's some people that just don't like Shazam in terms of they feel like it's maybe a bit too kiddish for them and the way maybe. it's set up. And they might see Aquaman 2. Uh, plus, he's a Snyder character as well. Yeah. So the Snyder fans will be like that. This is the true next step of the Snyderverse. Um, so I think it'll make more money than Suzanne, but I don't think it'll do a lot. No. So, you know, Star Wars can't afford to be one of those. No. Now. So. It really it really can't. But uh, you guys can continue to check us out here uh, for, right for here. more Star Wars con- content. Uh, any other uh, thoughts or, or anything, Cam, before we wrap it up? No, we don't have long now till Star Wars celebration, so we might actually finally start to get some idea of of what comes the future and the movie side of things because we kind of know where we're going on the tv side so yeah yeah we'll see all right guys uh be sure to check out lrm online dot com every day for all entertainment news needs opinions celebrity uh interviews available on the lrm online channel including us spanish language uh uh interviews this one isn't one but uh it does have nancy our interviewer who does our spanish language uh uh, interview so check all that out um uh subscribe to the youtube channel we have everything broken down into playlists for your uh easy consumption including breaking down reviews so you can actually find individuals star wars reviews or marvel reviews uh uh all of our anime content easily uh digestible and bingeable if it's not a reaction video like avr squared and genre shot trailer reactions uh all the uh news uh, podcast reviews and stuff go up on your favorite podcast apps like Spotify and uh, yeah I mentioned the website which if you want to write for uh, drop us a line email yep. or uh, even direct message on, on Twitter uh, all that information's in the on the screen in front of you or in the description box down below uh, Cam any other uh, words uh, no I don't think so um, yeah um yeah, see you next week, I guess. Me, I, I, I think I was going to see something and forgot what it was. <laughs> that's, that's all right. I forget all the time. All right, guys. May the force be with you.